Welcome to the Driveway Matinee. Get ready as we explore our various topics and offer up our unique perspectives. With some slide-splitting laughter, unedited and unfiltered. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we appreciate you tuning in and sitting in with us while we uh, enjoy some more banter. What's going on, JP? Uh, what a do, Tim. What a do. Uh, you know, we're just uh, sitting in this cooler weather. Yeah. It, it's a bit soggy. <laughs> it's a bit soggy. Well, I'm not complaining. No. We we need the good rain. We do. I need to throw some treatment on my yard, man. It's like Mother Nature's like, hmm. The weeds are like going, hey, that's that's good water. <laughs> yeah, the weeds, they they... They were dehydrated uh-huh. this past summer, and now we're getting into fall, coming up into, oh, it's not really winter yet. Yeah. And uh, But now all of a sudden, everything's green and growing again. It's like, is it <laughs> spring? <laughs> it's like <laughs> cutting the grass again. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be cutting grass on the holidays. So, But, um, yep, another week, another uh Another uh, frustrating week of football. Yeah, <laughs> some of these, some you know them Longhorns. They, you know you. a W is a W, but man, can they get it any closer every time? That, that, you know they, it's like they shut off in the fourth quarter, or, or, or in the second half. It's like they just turn things off. It's like they they need to be more like you know how like in the MMA when they when you're going you know and they, you go for the kill until you, to the so they the ref stops it, or you know, when you have them hurt, you like right. Like you see the blood, and you just go. Yeah, you get, keep going until you know, you know, pass out, tap out, or knocked no. out. No, but they just like, well, we're up twenty, and next you know, you're like going. Now you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Yeah, they got <laughs> like going, a minute to go, and you're only up by three points, and <laughs> yeah. they're they're on the door knocking the score. They're knocking, and you're like, going, we don't need this to go to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what, that was last week with, with Kansas last yeah. week, and then yeah, and then this week they did the TCU, same thing. and it's like come on, yeah, get it yeah. together. Yeah, they're barely hanging on to survive the Big Twelve yeah. championship game, and it's like I get it, W's or W's, but all the while those top six teams, seven teams, yeah, they ever they ever meet one of them, yeah, they're they're done. I I mean I'm a I'm a Longhorn fan, but. Because the the top teams they're winning they're not barely winning. Theirs. Oh no, they're they're dominating. Yeah, they're they're, they're like full throttle. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't ease up. Yeah, <laughs> they're like <laughs> hey, four quarter. What was it forty nine to nothing? <laughs> yeah, like, and, but they say uh, an ugly win is better than a pretty loss or something. I'm like, yeah, there's no those aren't even ugly. Yeah, that that, that. <laughs> <laughs> you barely scraping it. Yeah, <laughs> when you. And you see your fans sitting on the edge of the seat. <laughs> or mad going, what the heck, yeah. man? They, they're all scratching their head. They go, I went to the get a you know beer run, and I come back and wait. This is within two points. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> or it's tied up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And then, you know, and then the Cowboys seem to be, like, hanging in there. Yeah. It's still early, though. Yeah. I'm not, you know. Hey, if you've been listening long enough, you know we're not cowboy fans. <laughs> we just have to hear about it. Yeah. You know, the next day for the next week. Yeah, next week at the um But you know they were how they've been saying that Dak can can he take 
Dallas to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Dak can't take a fit. They can. He can. He can? Yeah. Because it only cost $624,000 to buy the whole team a ticket. <laughs> so Dak actually can get you to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he said he'll get on there that way. Uh, he, could, he could buy you a ticket. <laughs> he goes, fellas, he start the year off like that in the locker room. Going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, we are. You're like, <laughs> you know, speaking of them, I was watching this this thing on Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. You know, he had, you know, he, he went to college for uh, psychology, industrial really? psychology. Hmm. And he was trying to figure out how am I going to use this, right? But uh-huh. he also played football, you know, was on a national right. championship yeah, yeah. team. And then he got into coaching. So he used his psychology and he, he – had the belief that, you know, positive thinking brings up positive results. Right. So he was always telling his players, and 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 he also had this belief, and I think it was the pig pigmation or pigmation theory. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, that if you envision winning enough, like a certain situation, right? You you vision it in your head. You, and then you believe it enough, it actually comes true, right? And that's that's his psychology that he did to all his players. Is he told them, look, hey, we're going to win. There is no doubt. We're, we're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. And then I think back when they won, they were winning like their two Super Bowls that he led them to in, right. in Cowboys. He had made a statement in the paper that they were going to win. And Emmett. Then said, now we got to cash that check. <laughs> and they end up winning. Right, right. Because he was like, you know, if you believe it, just wholeheartedly believe it, it's going to come true. So you're saying they're still riding that? <laughs> they're believing no, it? No, they're not riding that. That's that's the problem. They're not believing it? They're, they're not believing it. And the, it's the same the fan, thing. The fans are believing it, but the, the team ain't. Oh, the, the fans want to <laughs> believe it. <laughs> the fans think, oh, we going? Because... It's been what twenty years. Yeah, and that's the problem. Is is and all those players will tell you that that's he was he was in your head, and he made you believe that you're going. And you know who's a student of that? Who's that? Dion. Oh, uh, Dion was on that team. Yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, and so I think that's where he. I mean, I don't know that that's where he picked it up from, right? But you know, he's been around jimmy enough to know that that psychology it works yeah and i've always said positive well, thinking well, brings mean, positive results yeah right? and it and you know he's he obviously jimmy's not the first person to no, do that no i mean you it, i mean they got it's well, been around for yeah, centuries yeah yeah i mean their movies are you know they've yeah. talked about it you know whatever yeah but so. he was a big believer in that and that's how he motivated his teams is he just always put it in their head he his one of his sayings was the mind controls the body the body doesn't control the mind you know speaking into fruition yeah so you know so they haven't had that you know because jerry's uh <laughs> he let his ego get in the way jerry believes uh, and, and <laughs> but he jerry believed he ain't know. sharing it with anybody and then, <laughs> then he fired jimmy while they were in there like consecutive back-to-back 
wins and you know helped out all of us non-cowboy believers (laughs) (laughs) and then they went on their you know 20 year slide from there yeah it's uh, like uh um what do you call it uh Jerry wanted that spotlight, you know, because, like, the yeah. spotlight was going, he was in the spotlight. Yeah. Jerry, you were just the owner. The Cowboys were in the spotlight. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy was in the spotlight. Emmett, Troy, all yeah. them guys. Michael he, Irving. He wanted that part of it, too. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to, and everybody, this is what I did. Yeah. But, you know, Jimmy Johnson did 46 trades in the time, in the three, three or four years he was there. And it was interesting when watching this thing is, is he tr- he traded Herschel Walker away from the team, hmm. and they were like he's our only good player at the time. And that, he was there when Jimmy got there, right? And he was like, "I'm going to trade him," and everybody was like, "Why? We'll never score again." He goes, "Yeah, yeah, we will." He goes, "But he's valuable, and we don't need him. We need other people." <laughs> <laughs> We need more than one. Right. So he traded him off to Minnesota with for three other players with conditions that right. if he didn't want the players, if he didn't sign those players, he would get picks. So he held on to those players long enough and then, then conv- went back and said, you know what, I'm not going to sign these players, so I, I kind of want those picks. You know, and they were like, man, this has been, been too long for you to – come back and he goes no but we agreed to that condition but he ended up talking them into where he kept those players and, and he got, got the picks. picks yeah because <laughs> it's like they're staying on their own mm-hmm. you know yeah because you know you're you're like it's it's uh it's funny because they're talking i've heard um they're talking about uh uh the patriots you know oh it's yeah. like you know is it that it really was brady wasn't you know Belichick. Um, Belichick. You know, yeah. because, like, if it wasn't, if you're saying it wasn't, if it was Belichick, then, you know, why are they bad right now? Yeah. You know, you know so it's like, you know, picking the people. And then, you know, those guys you're saying, like, he, they end up staying around because they're like going, wait a minute, there's something here. Yeah, that, that theory of, yeah. hey, we're we're all thinking the same mindset. Yeah. Surround your people with, you know, like-minded people right. and great things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like going, man, it's – you like they didn't they're not signing me but he goes well what do i need to do to stay here i'll take less or you know whatever cuz right. it's like i'm getting that ring right so yeah but um uh, you know i thought it was pretty interesting but yeah the cowboys uh Dak yeah, Dak can take them yeah he can take them <laughs> we, just, we know how it's going to end up <laughs> <laughs> you know if he would have did it in the in the beginning of the uh of the season, he could have got a, a nice sweep for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you wait too long, prices too go now, up. Now, you know, now <laughs> some of them seats just going to be in, in premium, the nosebleed. The premium, the, the, and, and we sold out of those. Yeah, sold out of the nosebleed <laughs> ones. I guess the rookies, the, yeah. the practice squad folks get all the nosebleed section. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I also want to give a shout out to all of our veterans. Yes, sir. You know, we uh, celebrated Veterans Day over the weekend. We had the Marine Corps birthday on Friday. Yep. 248th. Yep. And Saturday, we had the veterans. Veterans. Thank them for their sacrifice. Yep. It's interesting things about Veterans Day is, you know, it's November 11th, right? Right. And, uh, but it always hasn't been. Always has not been. Do tell. So, like, 
after World War One, I, I think mm-hmm. there's probably somewhere in the 30s, 36 to 38, somewhere in that era, you know, they set it up as Armistice Day. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the name of it. And then after the Second World War, and it was it was celebrated on November 11th. Right. And after the Second World War, they wanted to be a little bit more inclusive, so they renamed it Veterans Day. Right. So that, you know, both war people, you know, veterans could be uh, celebrated. Right. Yeah. And, and then in the 60s, they moved it to the fourth Monday of October. Mm. And see, <laughs> mm-hmm. that same look that you just gave me, you were like, I, and that, that, hmm. That was the reaction that a lot of people had. And so they ended up moving it back in 1978 to November the 11th and officially made November 11th, November 11th Veterans Day as a federal holiday. So a little history on the Veterans Day on the date, you know. Did you get to get any... uh any parades or anything? I watch a few shows just on veterans, you know, during that day. I like to watch, you know, stuff going on. Certain cities, what they're doing. They had, they had, did you see Round Rock is uh, now a Purple Heart purple City. Purple Heart City, yeah. Yeah, so there now there are 90, it's either 90 or 96 now Purple Heart Cities in the state of Texas. Yeah. And, you know, with that, you know, uh, so that's a pretty big deal, you know. It's pretty cool. And it's like in rain or shine, you know, that they will always be doing something. Right. Uh, Veterans Day, which is nice, you know. Because, you know, some people don't, ooh, it's raining. I'm yeah, they go don't out, get out, out of parade, right. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of the Purple Heart, you know, that is one award that they don't have a registry on. Really? Did you know that? Mm-mm. They 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 don't have a record of, I mean, of course there's, you have a record in your individual file. Right. But no one's tallying up because the other medal, the other prestigious medal is the um, Congress- uh, con- CM- Congressional Medal of Honor. CMH, yeah. Yeah. They have a they have a, a, a bona fide list of who all's gotten that, right? Mm-hmm. In somewhere in the Department of Defense. Right. But they don't have a list or in the archives, wherever they're keeping these mm-hmm. records, but they don't have the list of Purple Heart. And there is a guy in, um, I think it's Maryland, at some museum, right. a veterans museum. He is trying to compile a list, and he's asking Purple Heart recipients, hey, you know, reach out to us. We'll send you an envelope that has uh, a questionnaire in it because right. we want to know your story, <laughs> and we want to know your name, and when you got your Purple Heart so that, there is history on these purple hearts, you know, because interesting because like some of them have already passed now. Yeah. And so there, there hasn't really been a, like a registry of who all has gotten it, which I thought was like kind of mind blowing. You know, you, you think the military would like have records uh, and they do, but right. not a compilation like, you know, where anybody can look that up. Like, like, hey, this like is a our first recipient list. of the right. Purple Heart. Right. And or, or it could just be like, you know, as of, but it's 2023, we have given, I don't, do they even know that? How many have given out? I don't, I don't know. Because, you know, it'd be like, as of 2023, we have 
now had X amount recipients yeah. of the Purple Hearts. Yeah, I don't know if they know that for sure. Some, somebody's got to, but if they're not keeping accurate records. Because, you know, they, they don't really have a ceremony for that. No. Because they'll they'll give them bedside if they're in the hospital. Right. They get it presented to them bedside or or even if, after you're out if, if, yeah. if you can receive it still. Yeah. So I don't – it was just kind of shocking that they don't have that <laughs> registry, you know. But uh, you'd have to drive around and look at the license plate because <laughs> you see them on license plates. Yeah, and that's, seeing the Purple Heart license plate. But that's if they want to pay, you know, pay to get that. Uh, I, maybe they don't have to buy that, but you know, they'd have to like request it. You know, not everybody. You know, like some people that get those awards, they they don't say anything. No, you know, depending on their mindset when they come back. You know? Right, and you know, they could just be like, like, for, you know. I get some people like going, look, I just serve my country. I, you know, I don't. Yeah, and a lot I, of I'm them, not looking. I didn't do this for for an award for, for for fame and fortune. Right. It's like my country needed me. I, you yeah. know, I volunteered and yeah, did what I had to do. And like some of my brethren didn't come back, so right. they don't want that. You that know, spotlight. individual spotlight, spotlight recognition right. and all that. Yeah. No, I get it. So it's um, but I thought that was pretty interesting. But um, yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is the red poppies, you know. You don't mm. see those as much anymore. No. You remember when we was kids? Yep. And it's like, like you'd see them hanging out in front of the grocery stores and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen somebody handing out red poppies in a long time. You got to go on the north side of the yeah. city. What is it? Taylor, Georgetown? Yeah. If you're here in the Texas area, you know. Probably in a small town area. Yeah. But. And people, people listening are probably like, what's he talking about, red poppies, you know? <laughs> just, you know, if you don't know, it's, um, you know, worn on Memorial Day, Veterans Day. It's a, it's kind of a way that um, VFW halls back in the day would raise money um, for veterans, families, and children. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably was more like after World War One, World War Two. Because there was probably not government-funded things for veterans back then. So people took it upon themselves, you know. Cause to raise money, recognize To raise them. money, yeah. Yep. Yep, so they did the red poppies. But, you know, go look it up. It's pretty interesting. But, yep, Veterans Day shout-out. So. Yeah. But I did not go to a parade because here – <laughs> I, like a week prior to, I was like, I'm sure that they're going to have a parade. Right. But I didn't see anything on it. Heard nothing about it. No advertising. And by here, we mean in our little city. In our little city. Like I know Austin. Austin had one. Had one. Yeah. But we're talking about our little, because we yeah. talk about our community, our I little just, community. I, that wanted to go, I didn't want to drive all the way into Austin. Right. And park and walk and fight that traffic. Yeah. Not that, you know, I do that enough during the week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i wanted to do it here where i live support the local and they didn't have nothing but 15 minutes on saturday morning 15 minutes to nine <laughs> facebook said hey <laughs> it said social media said hey beauty's having a downtown parade at nine o'clock i'm like it's 15 minutes I'm, I, by the time i get up and go down there it's not gonna be over <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but they had it but they didn't advertise it again. No, it, 
our our little town just typical whoever's, whoever's running the 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 getting the info out isn't get getting it, it out no, hopefully they ain't getting paid i didn't see flyers or anything like that you know well, hopefully they don't ask for a raise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they gonna ask. <laughs> they all ask. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they all but, ask. But anyway, I just thought that was you know pretty interesting stuff. So yeah, we'll take a little break. Alrighty. Bree and Honey Grazing Co. charcuterie boards are styled to mirror our personality and life experiences. Our presentation and accoutrement selections are worldly and adventurous. Culturally inspired by our travels around the globe, we passionately bring wanderlust craving to each piece we create. Pairings are a collaboration of traditional and eclectic foods that unite familiarity and uniqueness together, creating a bold grazing experience. Brian Honey Grazing Co. Charcuterie is for events big and small, luxurious and cozy. Follow us on social media at Brian Honey Grazing. All right. And you know, while we're talking about Brian Grazing, Brian Honey. Brian honey. <laughs> I always get that. I'm sorry, man. But I always get that name wrong. But I talked to her the other day. She says, hey, if you mention driveway matinee between now and the end of the year, it's 10% off. So, yeah, there you go. So, you know, get your driveway char- matinee. Just, you yeah. know, get your own get your char- charcuterie out charcuterie there. Charcuterie out there, yep. So, you know, holidays are coming up. They you got are. office parties. You got, you know, parties at people's homes and stuff. You know, take something. Yeah. Reach out to them. Be nice, you know. It just takes a little something different. Because, yeah. you know, I'm sure, you know, there are certain people, different parties or whatever you go to throughout the year yeah you bring the same thing some oh, people yeah. bring the same you know like they, they got their signature get, thing yeah yeah well, which costs come with the fruit tray because you know people reach out if they know a party's coming up and they go hey who's all coming yeah what do you need to bring and then you're like well they'll be like on you always bring the fruit so just bring your fruit like you you know what i mean <laughs> they already know what you're gonna do you're like yeah. well i got the ice and you're yeah. like really <laughs> but yeah she said uh 10 off between now and the end of the year, but you got to mention driveway matinee. Yep. So put your orders in folks, help them out. Get in there. Yep. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get into the meat of our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the meat, the meat. <laughs> and speaking of meat, <laughs> you know, how do you want to start this? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know how we always do. There's no, you know, it's like when you sit down at the table, you pick up your fork, you got your <laughs> knife, and you're looking at it, you know, say it's a pork chop yeah, with a, with a side of rice and gravy, and you're like, how am I going to attack this? You know <laughs> what I always do? Just stab the pork and start slicing. <laughs> Just jump right in. Unless it's one of those sides you've been craving for a while, <laughs> you know, because then you just, it's, you know, it's easier, it's faster. Because if you depend on what, okay, it really depends on what's in your hand first. Yeah. If it's the fork or the knife. And if you slip, then that rice ends up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) Yep. We've all knocked the rice off the plate. Because you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, because you didn't. Didn't attack it right. (laughs) Didn't attack it right. (laughs) Here's a coming in hot. (laughs) So don't second guess stuff. Just just 
jump on in there. Let's do it. But you know the uh, so the conversation we were having before the show, before we started recording, whatever, just you know, sitting in the garage. Yeah, like we always do. Prepping, show prepping, having our little chat with security. Who's napping right now? So that means you know there's no threat. Yeah, <laughs> we are safe on the drive. We're feeling safe right <laughs> We're now. Feeling safe. She's she, she's <laughs> she's relaxing. We safe. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, we were talking about just you know, have you ever had that moment where you want the best for whether it be your children, wife, husband, whatever, and you know you're always like saying, hey. And it could be years of, of something because, you know, you know, your, your dad has probably or your mom has said, you know, uh, whatever it is, like, you know, practice makes perfect. Or, you know, like, you know, practice, practice. You're like, you I can't. I'm really trying to let's just um, since we're talking about football. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say, man, I I'm really trying to um, get that spiral down. Like say you're trying, you're the quarterback, and yep. you really want to throw that, you know, because you know, being accurate as a quarterback right. is is is, is everything. Yeah, you know, because the quarterback isn't the one who's running and dodging. He's right. he's, he's the out there. He's out there getting getting the getting the ball to his people. And so you know, you got your dad saying, "Well, son, if you really want to be a quarterback, you know, you really need to work on your mm-hmm. on your drills. Right? You know, you're out there, so you need to get out there and practice, practice, and then you don't get any better. Why? Because your dad's telling you practice and you ain't listening. Because mm-hmm. he's telling you, and he's like, you know, he's not, you. he's not, he's not like trying to steer you wrong. He's out there, you know, giving you good advice. advice. Yep. You know, go out there, practice, work on drills. You see the, you've, they got all kind of things out there now where you're throwing it into a net or a trash yeah. can, whatever. You got to do know, this. Because you're yeah, do it this the way. drills, the repetitions, yeah, you yeah. know. And then, but as a kid, you're just like, <clears throat> you're just like, whatever, you know. You're like, that's too much. I don't want to do all that. I just want to. <laughs> It was viral. I just want to throw it better. <laughs> he just want to throw it better. And then that kid, you know, he's out in the bike riding his bike, and he happens to run over to the neighbor's house and says, "Hey, what you doing?" And he's, "Oh, I'm out here trying to, um, you know, because the neighbor's dad, whatever, yeah. will see you out there throwing the ball." And the neighbor's dad's like, "What you doing?" He goes, oh, "I'm trying to throw, a, working on throwing a spiral." And the neighbor's dad would be like, "We well, you know." You practice in the trash can, keep throwing it at it every day. You know, that spiral would just come naturally to you. And that you know, he's like, thanks, Mr. So-and-so, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do that. And you see the kid out there practicing all the time. You're like going, I'm going to tell my kid that for, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the last year or two, whatever. Yeah, yeah, But they yeah. don't, it's like they didn't take your advice, but they put, they took, you know. The advice the, of a stranger. Of a stranger. You know, because, you know, he may not be a stranger, but technically right. it's a stranger. Right. When, when your own dad is, like, telling you, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's just like the people that are closest to you, you don't really listen to them, right? No. It's like you don't have You any, hear it. You don't, it's like they don't got the it, credit or the yeah, cred. Yeah. But yet you get it from somebody else, and it's like, it, oh, it makes perfect sense. Or the kid comes back to you, hey, Dad, you know, if if we set that trash can up at the end and I throw it in the trash can 50 times, I I, I get much better. And you're looking at him like, yeah, that's what I've been telling you to do. <laughs> that's what I've been telling you to do for the last five few summers. Years. Yeah. Every or, summer or I tell you to get out there because, you know, whatever time of the year the sport is, yeah. usually in the off season, your dad, yeah. uncle, whatever is like telling you, 
hey, it's off season, so you know how the the greats get better. Get better. They, they practice, practice year their, round. They practice in the off season. Yeah. Their craft. Yeah, but Mr. Johnson said if I did, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, or you could say something to, to the wife, and they're like going, and then, you know. This is and it ain't like on. Yeah, you better tread. You better tread lightly on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two of your wives out there, everybody's wives or husbands. Tread, tread lightly, <laughs> or, or husbands. It, it's it's wintertime. I ain't got to get in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they ain't got, they ain't, they ain't listening. No way. <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> they subscribe. See it's the people closest to you. They don't even listen. <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> you know, you know, you got you you try to tell. Um, significant others or whatever give them that advice yeah and then they're like going it's like well you know right write no book on the subject like well, no but through my life experiences i've noticed this, this. is what i know yeah yeah and then <laughs> they'll come home a week or two later so a colleague of mine she had read this book about such and such and then and i think i'm gonna try that you're like going huh, mm. good luck with that <laughs> <laughs> that's all you say good luck with that you're like you know what I'm gonna go to the garage. That's like that's like when you, you're just trying to give your kids uh, monetary advice, financial advice, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, you know, you know what works for me is if I, you know, you, you give them the explanation, right? Right. They just kind of look at you like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then it's like they struggle, they struggle, mm-hmm. they struggle, and then all of a sudden, one day it kind of clicks to them, right? Yeah. And you're like. Maybe you're having a conversation with them and you're like, well, what are you doing different? Well, I'm, you know, I was reading this book <laughs> and it says, and this guy put, said to do it this way. And I'm like, that's basically what I've been telling If you just listen. Yeah. If you would have listened to me, you'd be two years ahead of where you are right now. That's why we tell <clears> you, <throat> hey, you know, don't buy that $5 cup of coffee. <laughs> It costs you 50 cents to make it at home. <laughs> now, you can get a cup that looks like a $5 coffee cup. Exactly. You can get that cup, and you can refill that cup over and over and over. Matter of fact, that cup might have a driveway matinee logo on it. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> and every time you, just, you look up and you uh, <clears throat> take that sip, you know, you'll be like, going, so glad I found those guys. I finally listened. <laughs> and I, see, I, they're going to listen to us because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're that <No>. stranger. <laughs> you going to listen to us when we're out in the street, <laughs> you know, yeah, getting the gas. When we're at the gas station, uh-huh. <laughs> filling up for gas, uh-huh. you know, and you see them out there and like going, hey. <laughs> and then, and then they're going to go they, home. They go home and they're like. Well, the guys on driveway back day said. <laughs> he's like, hey, these guys on driveway back day because. Somebody at the gym or at their, mm-hmm. or their local spot, eatery, mm-hmm. whatever, mentioned driveway matinee. Yep. <laughs> and they, they said to do it this way. They stumbled upon financial fitness. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next year you know. Either way, <laughs> we're going to get you to put that coffee down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's a. It's, that, it's a hard one because I, that happens to everybody. Yeah. Everybody. In some form or fashion. It doesn't have to be specifically about that topic or nope. or money or anything. And, and and you hear parents all the time is, you know, I've been trying to tell my kid not yeah. to do this, not to do that. And all of a sudden they go to school and a police officer visits them <laughs> and they say, don't do this. And then they come home and they're like, oh, I'm never doing this because 
you know, they come home. Police officer says not to. Or, or that the firefighters came right. for that day. And they go, Mom, did you know you're supposed to stop, drop, and roll? And you're like, really? And you're or, like, don't touch a hot stove. Yeah. You're like. When's the last time you changed out the, the batteries? <laughs> the batteries in, in the, in the, in the uh, in smoke the, detectors? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know that beeping is because you don't change the batteries? No, that beeping is because I've been telling you to change the batteries. <laughs> I told the fireman my mom just takes a broom and knocks it down on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and it don't beep no more. And you know what he said? That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, th- I think it happens to everybody, man. So that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a tough one, though, because – at some point, though, you know, especially if you're talking to your kids, yeah, you know, you hope it sinks in because they hear it, but they don't listen, right? Right. Because then their actions are are because you can't tell if they're listening because you you know how it is. you're talking you're talking they're right. like going you're like going and it's like because I'm sure your dad has said it to you or your mom said it to you and they'll be talking to you and all of a sudden they they'll stop what they're saying they go. This is going in one ear and out the other yeah. one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, they've stopped their conversation, oh, yeah. and then you're like. I'm not even wasting and, my and, breath on you no more. <laughs> and you're like going, I'm sorry, what? What'd you say? Uh-huh. You're like going, see, that's what I'm talking Cause about. Because they saw that glaze <laughs> look over, over your face, <laughs> that, that, and they knew they were just talking to the wall. Yeah. That's my mom. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to that wall over there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would be going on a subject, and they would switch it mid-subject. Uh-huh. To see if you actually pay attention. Uh-huh. And you weren't. No. You, it's like talking to that wall. It's going in one ear and out the other. Yep. But especially when, you know, especially when they're on their own. Yeah. They, they hear you. And I think sometimes they have good intentions. But it's then, you know, they have to apply it in their right. life. But then, you know, what's funny is and I think we've touched on this in some conversations is years down the road, you know, you've been harping this or a, a, a specific thing, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where you don't even talk about it no more, right? Because they ain't doing it. Right. You see, they ain't done it. They ain't doing it. it, it it's it's like a mute point. Mm-hmm. But then they could be talking to a friend or a sibling, or they're giving advice to somebody. And they it's give a, the same exact <laughs> advice <laughs> that you've been giving them. For the last <laughs> 15, whatever years of their life. Right, <laughs> whatever. And it's like, really? <laughs> but you don't want to say anything. You're just going to be like, you know, you know what? You got to be like going, guess they were listening. You know what I mean? A part, of you, a part of you has got to be happy, right? Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> you, you just have to be like, I guess they were listening. They may not have implemented it, but they heard it. <laughs> they were listening. You're because like, now they're trying to, like, give it out. They're trying to pass it on. So basically what we're saying is don't stop saying what you're doing. Like, just keep doing it. Just keep saying it. Hey, don't, ex- uh, what is it? Don't uh, expect. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> no, um, instant gratification. Oh, yeah, yeah. From, from what you're saying. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Because, you know, whatever it is. Your dad was telling you. Your mom was telling you. Yeah. They, you know, they kept saying it. Yeah. It's like when we get older, right? <laughs> and, and you know, hey, we all were there, right? We've all been there where your parents are getting on to you. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're half-heartedly listening. And they had their sayings. And then you get older, 
And all of a sudden, you're like, man, I just sound like my mom. <laughs> I said the same exact thing as I, I used to hate that when my mom used to say that to me. <laughs> We've all been there, right? Yeah. And it's going to hit them, and they're going to do the same thing, and their kids ain't going to listen. <laughs> their <laughs> yeah. spouses won't listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh especially, especially when your kids are, are freshly married. <laughs> you're, oh, like, yeah. you're like, oh, you know what? Enjoy that wedding, that, that newlywed bliss. <laughs> you're like, what? No, you know what? Y'all. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. Love you, love you. Oh, they kissy, do it kissy, all. Yeah, yeah. yeah great, great. Yeah. You're like going five, six years. Come back and you're like going. Um, I noticed you're yeah, out here on the like, back. Notice you're out here on the back patio with me now. Uh huh. Yeah, I noticed the <laughs> during some Halloween decorations. <laughs> uh, some yards need to get cut, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, one of the spouses he he decided to go play golf. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, yeah, y'all. Oh, yeah, that's right. Y'all got married like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. Newlywed phase. You better enjoy that because <laughs> give them two or three years, your buzz be out there cutting that grass. <laughs> you ain't playing no more golf. Yeah. That's going to be a, a lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> you're like going. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to go where? Mm-hmm. No. That no, yard needs to get cut not first. Today. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to tell them, tell them you won't make it today. Yeah. But I'm going, you going where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like it when, when you know, you say, well, I'm going to, you know, something needs to get done around the house, say. And you're like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you get out there and you start doing it. And then they want to come and go, you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said I was good. I could, I could do it. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Like, may not be doing it the way you seem to want me to do it, but <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of the same theory, you know? But, yeah. But it's all good, you know? But, yeah, that. but you, you, I've seen where, especially in your kids, is mm-hmm. when you harping that thing and they're not really paying attention. And you know they ain't implemented it. But yet, years later... It gives you a little bit of gratification to know that they're, they're saying it now, maybe to their kids or to friends of theirs or something like that. And like you said, at some point, they heard it enough where it it stuck, but not enough for them to implement it unless it comes from somebody else. And even even not your kids, even like you know, could be anybody. You're sitting around. And then you can be, if you're lucky enough to have your parents still around. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're sitting out with your mom or dad, and they're looking at you like, uh-huh, I remember that. And they're like, because you don't know that they were actually paying attention. Right, right. And they're like, going, and you're like going, what? You know, uh-huh. Used to do that to your mom back in the day. <laughs> or your dad, you know. So or, oh, yeah. or your dad, you know, depending on whatever the d- d- dynamics is. You're like, mm-hmm. I used to do that to your dad all the time. I used to tell your dad all the time. Uh-huh. You keep doing that, you're gonna, you're gonna, whatever. Right. Uh, it could be something as simple as like uh, putting too much of something in something like you know, it, it, it's too full. Oh yeah. I keep telling you, don't do it too full. Fit. And then you know, fit. it's not gonna. Yeah. Like that commercial. Full. Yeah, it's not, not gonna fit. fit. <laughs> it's not fit. And then you know, and then you know, <clears throat> and then here comes your 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 cousin mm-hmm. comes over. You know, and he says, what are you doing that? You know that ain't going to fit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you're right. And you're like, going, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> see, 
And that's when your mom taking advice from somebody else when I've been sitting there telling you. And your mom, that's when your mom or dad would say, like, mm -hmm, see, you just like your daddy, or mm -hmm. you just like your mom. You know, <laughs> she they just kind of like, you're like, well, you know. So I wonder if there's a term for that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> advice, ill, you know, ill advised or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. why won't you listen? <laughs> Will you just please listen? <laughs> like I've been telling you the same exact thing, son. <laughs> same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Heard. Johnson down the street tells you that one thing, and all of a sudden you think it's gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you don't like it. It's like you got the, the golden ticket. Why don't you go move in down with Mr. Johnson? <laughs> yep. See how long you, that lasts. You've heard that one. We've all heard that one. Oh, you're like, if it's so much, if he's so smart, uh -huh. why don't you go move in with him? Uh -huh. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> or when you're young and your your <clears throat> neighbors or one of your friends' parents goes up to your parents and goes, "Man, your child is so well behaved." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Don't tell them that." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, thank you." It's like they're a part of you is happy right. because your kid is well behaved, right? So obviously they're listening. But you want them to be well-behaved at the house, too, because you know they're a handful. Yeah. <laughs> how many times How many times has a mom or dad told you, you and your brother need to go outside and play? Yeah. You need to, I don't care where you go. Get out of here. Go play on the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. Get many, out, just I've get out of here. heard that many times. Yeah. Y'all go play on the freeway. Yeah. But the freeway? <laughs> go play on the freeway. <laughs> And if you were, it, okay, I don't want us to come back right okay, now. Okay, if you were dumb enough to actually go to, <laughs> well, you, you weren't. Uh, but we know who but, those were. But, but we knew what the code was. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that was code for like. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice way to put get out of the house. <laughs> get out of the house because she was fixing to come off the hinges. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you done pushed mama's buttons. Yeah, one too many times. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's all good. But you know, hey, that trend's gonna keep on. Yep, it'll keep on. That cycle will never end. As long as we got people on this earth. <laughs> yeah, but it is it is uh, quite frustrating sometimes. It, it is and hilarious in the same breath. All at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But you know, hey, it is what it is. But and I'll leave you with this little tidbit. You know, our generation. Mm -hmm. We we would be the only generation to see music on vinyl. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go to eight track. Go to cassette. Go to DVD. MP3. All the way to digital, and we purchased all of our music over and over and over again and on all those platforms. For it to always go back and end up on vinyl now. <laughs> <laughs> so, something to chew on there, folks. Yep. A little something there. But if you belong to that generation, you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, on that note, you got to uh, reach down with your foot and push that mercy brake <laughs> and back this bad boy in the driveway. Well, let's do it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Driveway Matinee. Hey, we'd love to hear from you, so send us some comments at admin at drivewaymatinee.com. 
remember, new episodes come out every Monday morning. And until next time, thank you and have a great day.